Welcome to AP GoPocast from Whitman Hanson Regional High School in Whitman, Massachusetts. I'm history and government teacher Steve Botello, and joining me every episode are students from our Advanced Placement United States Government and Politics course to share their insights on current political news stories in these turbulent times. Student guests will discuss the facts and sources of these stories make connections to our curriculum, and most importantly, share their own opinions on the big issues of the day. This is AP GoPocast Episode 2, recorded December 10th, 2019. Joining me today are Chloe Turner and Rory Driscoll. We'll be hearing about social media and politics and the emergence of Pierre Delecto, as well as Congress's passage of a resolution supporting the rights of Hong Kongers. Okay, we're going to hear from Chloe. Chloe, what do you have? Alrighty, so I did um, my article on Mitt Rodney's anonymous Twitter account that criticized Trump. It was an NPR article, and which is a slightly left-leaning story selection, um, NPR. So they have a left-leaning bias. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, I actually went into the, before I get into the article, I actually like went into the um, author of it, and I found that like, like he definitely has like a bit of a left leaning in general because um, he was like a producer for PBS, but like he also was tweeting uh, against President Trump. But he's followed by Barack Obama and Bernie Sanders, so like mm. he wouldn't want to upset them. So I mean, I don't know if that has anything to do with it. But, mm. um, but the article was. Um, not criticizing, but um, t discussing Mitt Romney's pseudonym Twitter account, um, Pierre Delecto. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's been active since um, December 2015. I put that in quotes because um, it hasn't really been active. There's only been like 10 total tweets um, over the course of like four, five years. And um, he basically, he's like a big French guy. He speaks French. The posters around school will tell you that. <laughs> and um, so, and it basically, he said that like it was him because he was caught and um, he criticized um, President Trump on, the, on like his policy and just the way that the Senate couldn't necessarily like stop him in some of his policies. Um, he was recently elected in 2019. So, um, but he has served as like Massachusetts governor, which is cool because, you know, like Massachusetts is a very um, democratic. Very liberal state. state. Mm -hmm. Yep. But he's a very Republican man. Yeah. And he ran for president. So, I mean, mm -hmm. um, um, and it like, I said that it relates to party lo loyalty that was discussed throughout the chapter because, um, his secret account like discloses distaste for the president, and um, in Congress, um, the Republicans and the Democrats tend to be very partisan in their natures, and like they don't tend to like, you know, criticize their own party, like you know, Pierre is <laughs> doing on Twitter. So, and I also said that it is competing policy making interest because Mitt Romney is actively going against the president. 
but also he's being a little bit of a hypocrite by like not voting against the president and his policies. Hmm. And like this, this article is kind of from like a couple months ago, but um, I said that he probably won't, like this scandal probably won't like do anything. It's not even really a scandal. Like he, he's incumbent, he's probably gonna get reelected in Utah. Like he's like, it's not gonna like be this like big deal, I don't think, unless someone is like opposing uh, like his opposition ends up like you know throwing this back in the faces of the Utah citizens unless they get like really heated about unless they're like real big Trump supporters they're probably not going to get that like hurt over this whole thing yeah I got a question for you okay. this is for both of you do either of you have anonymous social media accounts that you use to lurk and to I don't know if posting, but do you do you use any anonymous social media to just surf around on the social media I platforms? Don't. Not really. Like I use like a like a screen name, but like nothing that would like yeah. hide my identity. I'm pretty sure my first name's like somewhere in there, like the email or something. You could go in and see that yeah. as my first name. Like I've seen them, and I feel like some of my friends might have them. I'm not completely sure, but like I don't use them. Like, mm-hmm. I, do you use? Now you said your first name's in your username, yeah. probably. Mm-hmm. But do you identify yourself with your first name, your last name, maybe the town that you live in? No, no that's no, not of course safe. Not. Yeah, that's not safe. Okay, so you do appreciate some level of anonymity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> Is political speech? Do you think that should be protected with total anonymity? I don't think so because even though the First Amendment does cover like a lot of that stuff, yeah, mm-hmm. like, like I like you are a public figure and mm-hmm. and like yes, what is said behind closed doors should remain behind closed doors. Right. But, like you are a public figure tweeting on a public platform with a lot of public like people following you. You have a following. You have constituents who like to know your opinions on people like the president. So, like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you should stay anonymous in your true beliefs of, like, you know, policy and your, like, fellow comrades. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that leads, that actually kind of leads into uh, my question for you. Um, so, I want to know what you think about, is it okay for, like, politicians with lots of influence, like Mitt Romney, to really, like, use an alias? Because a lot of people are kind of upset at this, and then they kind of feel betrayed because he's not supporting his uh, party member. And especially someone like the president Trump. So, um, and it kind of reminds me of like how like social media has this huge influence on politics nowadays, and like how Trump was banned from blocking people on Twitter. <laughs> we weren't supposed to do that. Yeah, exactly. So. Well, I just think that like you know he does have a duty to you know his constituents, and like I don't think it's necessarily like betrayal, but like I think it's valid to feel betrayed by this whole thing. Mm-hmm. But also, I think that like. He is a public figure, and he is a politician, and he like his constituents care about like how he feels about the president, yeah. and like how he feels about like his fellow senators and his fellow congressmen and women. So I think that like it is a big deal that he's hiding like personally how he feels about policy, how he feels about the president, you know, because like who knows like that could get him reelected just because of how he like doesn't like Trump. Oh, that's a good point. You know, yeah. It could get him reelected, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Utah's kind of, I don't personally know much about Utah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
<laughs> I think that's agreed at the table. We don't know much about Utah. They, they do have a basketball team. <laughs> and they are a dry state. I know that. Yes. Most they're Romney's a Mormon, so it's okay. Hey, th there's two facts that we don't know ahead of time. Awesome. I looked into it. People were making, like, they were, like, mocking him a little bit because people were saying, like, what's going to be the drink that's named Pierre Delecto? Oh, wait, Mitt Romney can't drink. He's a Mormon. <laughs> he's senator of a dry state so it, people were saying like it's an empty glass or it's going to be water <laughs> maybe that could be the Shirley Temple of Utah order yeah. of Pierre Delecta oh man I hope I hope so too well thank you Chloe that was illuminating <clears throat> uh, Rory what do you have for us today what do you want to talk about uh, sure thank you uh, so my article is called the uh, Congress passes the Hong Kong rights bill as Trump tries to st uh, strike China trade deal and my article is written by CNBC and it's a left-leaning news network uh, according to media bias, uh, bias factcheck.com and um, it kind of skews left on the political scale but it's never failed a fact check so it's reliable from a fact standpoint so um, Pretty much the article goes over how uh, the House of Representatives passed a bill that is trying to protect human rights in Hong Kong. And the president, this goes against the president's kind of uh, re-election gambit in uh, 2020. And he really does not want to damage any relations with China because he wants to solve the trade uh, war. And he wants to have like a trade agreement with China, so kind of to uh, appeal like all those problems that we're having with them currently and if we were to um, uh, go uh, against China by supporting like a revolution in their country then um, it would kind of cause a lot more conflict than what we're looking for so um, however the in the house it was ruled on by a 417 to 1 margin so if Trump vetoes the bill, it will pretty much immediately be overturned by Congress or overruled. So they'll counter veto it, uh, and Trump will kind of, like, I see no reason for him to uh, veto the bill. So um, uh, this article pertains to the, con uh, the concept of Congress because a congressional action is taking place when proposing the Hong Kong bill to the executive branch. So. Uh, the bill is going through a system of Congress first before reaching the executive branch to get approved. And also the concept of a bill is demonstrated in the article because it's sent to the executive branch to be approved by the president, which after approval becomes a law. So um, this article also connects to the uh, AP GOPO concept of constitutionalism because it describes the bill process from a perspective of the uh, executive and legislative branches so that the executive branch can check the power of the legislative branch with the veto. However, two-thirds majority can overturn the presidential veto. So, um, uh, and this also connects to constitutionalism because it describes the U.S.'s checks uh, imbalances system. Uh, included in the Constitution where one side cannot have more power over another. So um, for personal thoughts, um, I really don't see any reason why he would overturn this but uh, or override this, but um, it's news, uh, recent news to me that uh, the bill was passed, so uh, Trump did not veto the bill. And um, I feel like if we were to um, cause more conflict. I mean, I feel like it's for the better because we are a country that is, we 
want to support um, freedom from oppression, and it's I find it really not fair that they're having their liberty taken from them because they were promised since 2040 until 2047 to uh, have control of themselves. So um, I feel like they're cutting that too short, and it's really not fair. And but also China's such a dominant force in the world; it has the largest population and army in the world. So it's very threatening, and if we really get on bad terms with them, like more than we have already, then it could spell like disaster for us. Mm. So they could be very threatening. Mm. I have a question for you. Yeah. So when we think about the laws that we studied in class, very often something that the House and the Senate pass and then the President signs winds up being enforced. Mm -hmm. And generally speaking, these are domestic laws, things that set rules and procedures within our own country. Right. With this particular case, because Congress is passing a resolution essentially expressing their opinion, does this really have that much impact on China? Like, is this really sanctioning anybody in particular? Is this, is this really just a message? Or are there real clear-cut and definable consequences that could come from this? I feel like it's kind of a message because, I mean, in the article it wasn't really specifically mentioned what was in the bill. And I don't know if that was just part of like the, the writer and uh, he or she didn't include it. But um, I feel like that if it was really like that big, we would see like a huge like issue with us, especially because we have so many problems with China already. So um, I feel like it does serve more as like a message of our ideals more than anything else than actually trying to provide like, like lots of aid. We just want to show that we support them, I feel. Do you have any questions for our colleague? Um, I was just, when I was reading the article, I was just wondering in general, um, do you think that Trump having, having like a background in business, like, you know, we've never kind of seen a president like Trump. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Um, do you think that like him having such a big background in business is kind of like helpful for like things like this, like negotiating like Chinese trade, but like with this whole Hong Kong bill? Do you think that that's kind of like helpful for him? Or? I feel like it does uh, play a lot into his uh, decisions as a president because of, like, you can see that it is a 417 to 1 margin in the House of Representatives, yet Trump is still, according to this article, he really doesn't want, like, he wants to um, focus on the trade war and not having any, like, big problems with China. It's a big part of his. Uh, uh, campaign re-election in 2020. So I feel like it does, his business background rather than a political background does come into play a lot in his policies and his decisions. Yeah, so. I just think it's cool that Congress can be bipartisan for this. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, definitely. We rarely see that nowadays. Yeah. Well, it doesn't get a lot of press, but they they have been busily working together on certain issues. I'm so issues. happy about that. I really, I really <laughs> do. Because I feel like, like you never see that now. Like, like we as the people, we don't see them be like anything but partisan. Mm -hmm. So like they're bipartisan, but like in this. And that's really cool. Yeah, they're standing for American ideals. What yeah. more can you ask for? Uh, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a, probably a really good note to wrap things up with. Now, thank you both very much for thank coming. And thank you for sharing what you had. Have a great day.